Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In the time before the men came, we could do everything. We were fearless, brave, trustworthy, clean, mentally awake, and morally straight. In the time before the men came, back when we could still fly and have babies by the power of positive groupthink, we were Amazon women. We planned and built cities. We wrote great books and thought new thoughts and argued about ideas and aesthetics until the sun set and the moon rose and bathed us all in silver. In the time before the men came, we were fearless, counting among our number warriors, strategists, generals, and magicians who could read the tide for signs. We plotted with impunity and precision and defended our borders with a shining combination of physical strength, mental superiority, and absolute courage. We had integrity, scorning the petty and the vicious, avoiding the obvious, sidestepping the curse of sloppy thinking and obsessive, possessive love that shrinks and stains and trains the ear for bickering and mediocrity as if they were the music of the spheres. We knew how to call a spade a spade. In the time before the men came, we were bold, explorers and wanderers, dreamers and schemers. We lived in harmony with each other and in constant search for the truth of this world and the next one. We were responsible, caring for our own and each other with a bond, deep understanding of what it really means to be part of a whole, a sister among your sisters. In the time before the men came, we were loving, treating each other and those we trusted with a sensuality and sweetness unmatched before or since. In the time before the men came, we could still fly. Do you remember that shit? Flying? I mean, flying as in step to the edge of the mountain, bear your breast to the north wind, rub each moon-bathed nipple three times counterclockwise, and reach out far enough and with confidence enough that from under each breast would emerge gigantic black wings with smooth blue-black feathers and a span of six feet on either side. And they spread out from underneath so that we didn't fly with that difficult upper body strength-dependent motion so beloved of Akaris and the boys. We just kind of laid out on our wings and soared. The only motion necessary was a kind of rippling thing that looked the way a fish looks when it isn't in a hurry and the water is the perfect reptilian subnormal degree of coolness. And we could fly for hours without even breathing hard. In fact, we developed an entire art form based on flying. Sort of like water ballet with 12-foot wings and a touch of bop to it. 
That and the art of ball head painting were both lost after the men came. Two art forms that just didn't survive the loss of concentration. Mythology aside, I personally was quite sorry to see ball head painting go the way of moon worshippers and winged ballet. The intricate designs and decorations which emerged once the sisters agreed that hair was too distracting and all shaved their heads regularly were breathtaking. And since the ball head paintings were temporary, disappearing at the first serious bath or sudden rainstorm, they were all the more precious. And even though the real radicals said they didn't see the difference between spending six hours working on cornrows and six hours working on ball head painting, most sisters were so taken with the beauty and the sensuality of the whole idea from start to finish that the movement to outlaw it quickly died and was never raised again. But that was in the time before the men came. See, the problem wasn't so much in their coming, but in what their coming meant to us as Amazon women. Our magic was completely dependent on the strength of our collective concentration, our ability to sit within the magic circle, join hands, and collectively focus our minds on one thing and achieve it. But it took the complete concentration of the entire group. And so we worked hard to maintain that concentration, that focus, that power, which is one of the reasons why their lives, why our lives, were so peaceful. Superfluous activity is distracting. It weakens you. So they met twice a day in the completeness of their circle. And they thought about each other. And they thought about themselves. And they thought about their strength and their wisdom and their loving kindness. And they thought about their power. And then they would focus intently on the pertinent question, which on any particular day might be a problem of the mind or the heart. Reinforcement of their gifts and powers. Defense, healing, flying, birth. Birth is a good example of how it worked. In the time before the men came, we had our babies without them. What we would do when an Amazon expressed a desire to have a child was gather in the sacred circle in the birth configuration. Say the charm for fertility and conception and then concentrate really hard. And if the time was right and the concentration was total, a girl child would begin to grow inside her mother. Only girl children would be conjured in this way. It was, in any case, an all-female society. So that question of male children was pretty, pretty much moot. But if the time was not right, or if the sister was not really ready, or if someone was not concentrating really hard, it didn't work, and the baby girl was not conceived. In this way, the society had a kind of extrasensory method of birth control and the life of the group, its future, was dependent on the ability of those already on the scene to concentrate and take themselves seriously. Sisterhood was, in a very real sense, survival. 
It was the same with flying. It only worked as a collective vision. If they all believed they could fly, they could all fly. But if one hesitated before stepping off into the freedom of, into the beauty of, the void, they were all in danger of the crash. It was necessary that close attention be paid at a serious life and death level, 24-7-365. And it was, but that was in the time before the men came. And then one day, It's the angry diva of the angry, angry diva. It's the angry diva of the angry, angry diva. It's the angry diva of the angry, angry diva. It's the angry diva of the angry, angry diva. It's the angry diva of the angry diva's radio show on Love Talk Radio. So what you gonna do? It's the angry diva's radio show with Triple Dark Goddess as the host. Fresh out of fucks with you. Sorry, it's got to be called like it is. At the intro to the show, we played Queen Ifama's rendition of uh, Time Before the Men Came, which was written by the fabulous Pearl Cleage. I absolutely adore this poem. And, you know, Queen actually uh, posted another video, RE, some thoughts that she had, you know, after having read the poem and you know, performed it, her thoughts about sisterhood and her thoughts about unity and her thoughts about the society. And, you know, that's one thing that I remember about Queenie Fama in her life, that she she reached this place where she was very, very, very focused on unity and healing and sisterhood. And I remember having a conversation with this sister. Yeah, I, I like to you know, talk to the sisters off the show, offline, because y'all, Facebook generation is crazy. And, you know, Facebook people, you could tell a person who's plugged into Facebook. Like, we have been deactivated and off Facebook for, what, almost a, a month now, thanks to the fire. The fire starter. We, some of us, the wise ones, left. And you can tell a woman who's still plugged into that Facebook crap you know, part of the reason we don't know how to goddamn relate to each other and the reason that the black sisterhood is messed up is y'all trying to relate online. I was thinking about that, and that's something I talked about with Queen, too. Let me get back into that thought. I said that to Queen. I said, you know, remember the days when 
you knew where your friends were if you went outside and everybody's bike was all piled up somewhere or their skates or, you know, the lahulus, the jump ropes and stuff. Remember when we used to know where our friends were by all the familiar symptoms of the stuff they like to do being gathered in one place and that we just looked down the street and go, oh, there's everybody. All right. We're all going to go over to Sasha's house, you know? And, and there's no more of that. Something happened with social media. Social media has completely rewired y'all's brain. And I just read this article about this. We have been talking about this in the Bitch House Sisterhood. The, we've been focusing more on the brain and the mind. Those two are not one. The mind is not really real. It's a programmable space, you know. But the brain is something very, 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 very real. And I'm very interested I always have been interested in what pertains to our brain, the way that we tick, the chemicals and imbalances and things and what that ends up manifesting in your body. And, you know, I was talking to Queen about this and I said, if we're willing to be honest, most black women are sick. They're unhealthy in their body. They are diseased. We've got sisters with fibroid tumors, we've got sisters with Crohn's disease, we've got sisters with diabetes, we've got sisters with fibromyalgia, we've got a lot of really sick women in our community. They are not well. They are unwell. And I said to Queenie Fama that dis-ease in the body is the result of dis-ease in the mind. Now, medical science hints at some of this, but since most of you people don't actually study, y'all, quote-unquote, researchers, other people's blog posts, since most of you don't study, you don't really understand what's going on here. Our sisters are sick. And I'm not saying this to be mean or nasty. I'm saying this as a healer, as someone who deals with the sick women, helping those women to be restored into health. There are sisters who are in recovery from rape, that after having been raped, think is, uh, quote, unquote, them coming into some spiritual awareness is actually we need to do work to get some of that crap out of you, that legion that was shot into you, forced at you, we need to do work to get that off of you. There are very, 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 very sick women. If they are sick in their physical body, weak in their physical body, disabled, how are these women able to have healthy emotional, intellectual, spiritual connections with other women. Is it possible or will the sickness, the dis-ease in their body, which was manifested by the dis-ease in their minds, some of this made manifest by trauma. Science has proven that trauma is passed down in the cellular structure in the DNA, generation to generation to generation. What we call generational curses It's not always just you having bad luck. A lot of these generational curses are being made manifest as illness and dis-ease. I keep saying that word that way for a reason, dis-ease. There is something wrong in the flow within you. You are imbalanced. We have got a lot of imbalanced, messy, sick women out here saying that they want sisterhood, but they do not want to be well. You cannot be sick and foster healthy relationships. You have first got to focus on you. 
That's why everybody got a problem with Angry Diva. I will not blame the black man, the white man, whatever. I'm going to make you deal with you. That's godhood. That's power. So, you know, these messy women who are sick, and I did a show on this already, you know, but I'm hitting at it from a different angle. The show I did was called Keep Your Curse. Today we're going to talk about the disease that is among black womanhood. The reprobate-minded shit that's going on, ignorance being passed off as wisdom. The blasphemy against your dark self. I've seen some woman talking about you can't curse people to another sister, and you shouldn't, and people don't understand how the spirit works. No, you don't understand. Shut up. Got to stop this crap. There's a lot of sickness in our community, and people do not want to be well, to be healed. Are we our sister's keeper? You know, there's a sister with diabetes, Crohn's disease, fibromyalgia, acting a hot ass mess. Sit her down. You know, there's a sister with fibroid tumors. Acting a hot ass mess. You know there's a sister out here spreading herself too thin, taking on too much. Sit her down. I've done it. I don't give a fuck. You're going to be mad at me, and I don't care, because you know what? It's the most loving thing I can do for you. I'm not going to expect you in a time of trauma, pain, dis-ease, and sickness that you are on par with me. A sick thing is not equal to a whole thing. It's not. And you know this. I knew this myself when I went through my dark night of the soul journey and had to heal my trauma wound. I was not anywhere near close to the full glory and power and potential that I could reach, not even. And I knew it. And I knew there was work I needed to do if I wanted to get there. Otherwise, I'd be sitting in victimhood whining about what happened to me instead of standing in power and helping the next sister. We have got to stop this. Black women say they want sisterhood, but you are sick and diseased, and you want to bring your sick, diseased self among other women. You vampirize your sisters. We want to be friends. We don't want to honor the oracle. A lot of you women wouldn't have nothing if not for me showing it to you, telling you it's coming, telling you what to do to prepare for it, helping you to finally see that sister ain't got your back. Don't fucking focus on them. You go focus and make your money. There are sisters writing articles, sisters with a greater platform, sisters who moved to a new state, got a new job, sisters who got away from some buster, sisters who are now married because the oracle has given you that blessing to go on and be that. That's what this is supposed to be. But the black woman wants to act like she's equal to her sisters. We don't want to each play our role. We want to challenge the priestess, the oracle. I had a call this morning with a sister that I respect like nobody's business. 
a black woman. That's y'all's problem. Y'all hate your black female self, so you will hate your black sister, especially a black woman who walks in authority, who is anointed and not appointed, and who is powerful beyond measure. You hate it because it makes you feel with what you are not. And that's the problem with the sisterhood. These messy women who are sick and diseased and jealous of the women whose wounds are not hurt. That is what's going on. These women who can't make no money in their business, 78 likes on your business page and you talking, you got to get yourself together. When you value you, everything else comes together. But as long as you are a hot mess, sick, diseased, some of y'all talking about you're an Amazon woman, hmm, get y'all behind in the gym. Warriors have to be fit, agile. I am an Amazon, and I don't just mean built like an Amazon brick fucking house either. I am talking about actually developing your muscles and your strength, studying multiple different defense, self-defense art forms, knowing pressure point therapy, how to heal and how to destroy. You're not powerful if you cannot get your own self together. You can't heal your own body. You can't master your own womb. If you fail you, you are a failure to the sisterhood too. It's time for us to be able to call a spade a spade, just like Queenie Fama said in that Pearl Cleach poem, we used to be able to call a spade a spade. There are sisters around here diseased talking about Diva Fias energy isn't right. How about you get healthy first? You clean up all that person fucking shit going on in you. Clean that up. You focus on cleaning up your cursed life. Don't worry about my attitude. My attitude is dependent upon who you are and how you act. You've yet to find out my personality. We have got sick, diseased women out here throwing fall at the healthy women. Get your house in order. Shacking up, roommating up, dizzy, your business ain't making no money. You get your stuff together. Don't be out here trying to pull other sisters in. For y'all who really want sisterhood, and I get it, I was like this. It was important to me. This thing really matters to me. Sisterhood matters to me. It does. I know it's powerful. I am a witch and a priestess. I know what the circle is. But listen, there are women out here saying they want sisterhood, but they don't. What they want is to be able to use the black sisterhood the same way that the patriarchy uses the black woman. You want us to be your mammy while you claim mammy no more. That is not how this works. 
I have had sisters on my show, on my platform, supported them. People even know about their page because of me supporting them, and they say I use them. Why? Because I did not let them have access to value for free. A sister wants to exchange mother wound healing with me for Facebook posts. You dishonorable woman, you. You cannot rob the oracle and the priestess. That is not how this works. You are not supposed to come into the witch's house without something to compensate for what you want. You put in and you get out. I dare all of you to go watch that movie, Practical Magic. Watch how that white woman came in and brought money for them to perform that blood magic love spell. For that man, she said she just wanted him to not be able to get enough of her and not be able to live without her. And they told her, be careful what you ask for. Because all magic comes with a price. And the reason that the black sisterhood is cursed, the reason a black woman is cursed, the reason a black woman and child suffer is that the black woman disrespects the value of the priestesshood and the oraclehood. And that thing right there, honey, that was before the men came, before the time, before the men came. This has always been what it is. This is always what it will be. They disrespect even Blue Ivy and talk trash about a baby because her mother represents a powerful priestesshood and bloodline. Look at what these sick people will do. As my grandmother told us, baby, they talked about Jesus, but they'll talk about you. This is why the black woman will not be wise. She does not value wisdom. She thinks she knows things. She thinks that her chemical imbalance and her dis-ease means she's an empath. She thinks that taking a free webinar makes her a social media marketing whiz. She thinks that she can attack a sister powerful than her, then copy her afterwards. She goes around dishonorably attacking sisters on the slide just making sure she doesn't use their names. These things are things that black women do. She comes into your inbox and says she needs a healing. When you send her the pay link, she gives you her ass to kiss. She goes around telling people you're just about money. No, you're dishonorable. Some of you don't value you, and your only problem is we don't vibrate that way. We know what our value is, and we refuse to compromise, unlike you. This messiness in the sisterhood, it's always going to persist because the black woman hates a black woman who is better than her. She wants to believe in equality. She's the only person, the only idiot on the planet who fucking believes in the myth of equality. Every other race and human will tell her, but they'll play that game with her. We're all the same. We're all equal to keep this stupid broad the bottom bitch of humanity. Some of us did not come here to play that role. And we will always have women who hate us just because they ain't us. I'm Triple Dark Goddess. This has been another Fifth House production, the Angry Divas Radio Show. You can catch more in this series tomorrow. We are going to do a part two on the No Honor Among Thieves. And I'm telling you, I'm going to talk about this. You know, the black woman has a problem. She does not want to worship the black woman, but she wants other people to worship her. You don't worship yourself. You have a problem with yourself. You have low self-esteem about your dark skin. 
about your skinny body, your fat body, your light skin, your nappy hair, your wavy hair. Wherever you are, your insecurities end up getting projected onto other women. You don't want to own your role. You're so busy being the victim. You cannot be the victor. That's tomorrow's show. No honor among thieves. The victim will never be victorious. See you tomorrow. Have a great rest of your day, baby. And thank you, everybody, who tuned in. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.